Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Booster Boutique Podcast. This is the official last episode of 2019. Can you believe it? Wow. What a year it's been, huh? I feel like I started the year yesterday, and here we are once again wrapping up another year. And I was going through even just my notes from last year, like in January, about what I kind of did to prep and wrap up the year before and and prep for the new year to get myself ready for this podcast. And I just can't believe a whole year has gone by. So first and foremost, before we even jump into any of this, I want to thank you for being a devoted listener. I want to thank you for implementing things that I've offered to you. I want to thank you for writing reviews, for liking my Facebook posts, for joining the community, for buying my book, for joining a program, all of it. I want to just thank you for being here on this journey with me and for all the support that you've given me to keep going. Anytime I see a sort of negative review or someone say they think I'm too chatty or they think I'm, you know, sound like a valley girl or whatever their critique is of me, I think of the hundreds of thousands of other people who are totally fine with all that and who are here to learn and to implement and have a boutique business that they absolutely love, that they make money in. That is always my goal with you guys is to help you make money because when I first started in this boutique industry, it was sort of like a white whale, you know, people that were actually profitable and that were successful. And I'm just here to teach you everything I possibly know and have been learning because I've been working with so many people and seeing the landscape change. My biggest goal for you is to really have a business that you love, have a business that makes you money. And if you haven't or don't feel like you've gotten there in 2019, I am going to be cheering you on, giving you even more tips, more tricks, offering more programs. A new book is coming out in 2020. And so I'm really excited about everything coming. And I just want you to know that even if this year didn't go the way that you expected or thought or planned or vision boarded or whatever, it's okay. It's okay to not beat yourself up. It's okay to know that things are going to get better. I find a lot of very successful boutique owners forget that they're very successful. They forget that they're making a really high profit. They forget that they are consistent with their numbers. There is nothing wrong with being consistent, guys. 
And that's one thing that I think in this whole world of entrepreneurship, we think we have to be doing better and more and beating last year and beating last week and blah, blah, blah. It's okay to be consistent. It's okay to have flat sales to last year. Because guess what? Most companies aren't like that. They go up, down, all over the place, or they slowly grow. That's okay. I remember when I very first started my boutique business, like any kind of business owner I would meet, I would say to them, what was your biggest mistake? Because I wanted to know so I could avoid it. More often than not, I heard from very established business owners, either I grew too fast or I grew in a way that wasn't sustainable and I couldn't keep up. So I want you to understand that it's okay to grow slowly. It's okay to grow consistently and that I'm going to continue to push the envelope about things that I talk about to help you grow to that next level. I recently heard a lot of pushback around the boutique you know, education industry and that there's a lot of people just teaching basic stuff out there. I hope that you realize that so many of my podcast episodes are way deeper than just how to get started. If you haven't yet gone back and listened to episode like 304 to 307 about how to deep dive into your numbers, that one series alone could completely change your business. I think it's really important that in this last bit of the year, if you are ready to kick off the new year in a great way, go back to some of the episodes that challenged you before, that turned you off, that you had resistance around, because those are the ones that actually will change you the most. So go back, star some of the ones that you feel like were, you know, you weren't ready for at the time, or you really want a refresher on, I think that's really important because there are some pretty high level topics that I talk about in this podcast that maybe you weren't ready for back when it first aired or first when you got to it. So that's my first tip. I want to encourage you to continue your education in whatever means that is possible because the deal is with growing a business, it never ends. You're constantly growing. You're constantly reading books. You're constantly going to retreats. And if you're not doing this stuff, then I want to encourage you to start doing it. There's not one successful business owner I've ever met that didn't continue learning and growing in some way. Now, that doesn't mean that every second of every day you need to be like listening to a podcast, reading a book, you know. There are seasons for taking breaks and being creative. I definitely go through my seasons where I feel more creative and I want to produce content and I I feel like I want to share more. And then there's other seasons where I feel like I just want to absorb a lot. I want to listen. I want to learn. I want to go to events. I want to be with my teachers. You know, this past year, I went three times to a retreat center out in Western Mass to go be with my teacher. You know, I think it's really important when you find the teachers or the coaches or the authors, whoever you absolutely love, go see them in person, go hang out with them, go soak in what they have to teach so that you can be a humble student. I find that even as a teacher, I love being just a humble student. It's pretty much what I show up for at those events. So if you haven't yet, Set a date with yourself to consider what kind of personal development work you want to do in 2020. What does that look like for you? Does it mean coming to the rich retailer retreat? Does it mean that you want to go to a meditation retreat? You know, does it mean that you want to go to 
a spiritual retreat, maybe with your church or with a local retreat center or, you know, something like Omega or Kripalu. There's lots of opportunities locally and and here in the United States, especially where you can go and spend a weekend away just learning. Maybe it's even a subject that has nothing to do with boutiques or business. Those are the ones where I find I get the most benefit from because we're so absorbed in our business all the time. It's great to just get out of our heads for a weekend. So start to make a date with yourself. What does personal development look like for you in 2020? Put it on the calendar. Get the babysitter, get the husband on board, get whoever needs to be supporting you, your employees, for you to be able to do this work. And maybe it's like reading a new book every other month. Maybe it's listening to a new podcast that you haven't listened to. I recently started listening to a couple new ones that, you know, honestly aren't even about business. (laughs) Just for literal personal development. How can I be a better human? Okay, how can I learn how to feed my body better? How can I learn to heal my thyroid, my adrenal glands? You know, crazy things that I don't think about with business, but things that are crucial to my own health and development. You know, where in your health have you been lacking? Where in your relationships have you been lacking? That is 100% an area of personal development that I want to encourage you to go after because a lot of times our business isn't doing well because we're not doing well. This is the mindset stuff I talk about all the time. And so I think for you guys, it's really important to start to prioritize that work because I find as people prioritize the mindset work, everything else gets better. Their business gets better. Their life gets better. And that, again, like I said at the top of the show, that's the goal. So set aside that time now, figure out what that looks like. Don't go high achiever on it. Don't like be like, I'm going to read a book every week. Like don't get crazy. Okay. But how can you add in some things? Maybe you start seeing a therapist. Maybe you start going to church more, you know, frequently. What does that look like for you? It's going to look different for everyone. And so I want you to start thinking about what that means for you and start getting it on the calendar. Have you been in business for two to three years and have monthly revenue of $25,000 or more? Do you think it's time to start running some profitable advertising? And maybe you want to open more locations or go online because you're brick and mortar. Perhaps you're ready for some help and guidance in doing this. I've seen exactly what it takes to build a million dollar plus boutique. I've dedicated 2020 to taking a small group of boutique owners through this process. If this sounds like you, I want to invite you to apply to my high vibe boutique mastermind. This is an intimate group that runs from January through November of 2020. It's the only way that you'll be able to get one-on-one coaching with me. You'll get a high vibe group of CEOs and you'll have special events and retreats with just this small group during the year. I'm excited to offer this to a very small group of people. If you think this sounds like it's for you and you're ready to talk to me about it, I invite you to head on over to www.boutiquemastermind.com and apply. You can read all the details there. And after you submit your application, we'll get on the phone and talk about if it's right for you. Maybe you feel a little nervous or maybe you think, oh, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm ready for this just yet. 
but I really want you to know that it's not that hard to build a really big, beautiful boutique business. And what I plan on doing in this mastermind is showing you exactly how to do it in a way that feels really good to you and where you know you have support along the way. Apply now because some spots have actually already been filled. Enrollment is during the entire month of December because we get started right away in January. So the earlier you apply, the earlier we can start working together. Head on over to boutiquemastermind.com and I can't wait to talk to you about this. Okay, the next thing that I think is really important in terms of just wrapping up 2019 is to do inventory. And in my notes, I said literally and figuratively. So literally you should, by the end of the year, want to do inventory in your store and just making sure that what you have in your system matches what you actually physically are holding in the store. That's really important for taxes. And I don't want you to wait too long to do it because your counts will get off. So try to do that sometime around the beginning of the year. I think that if you can take a night or an afternoon and just inventory every that would be great. At least you get a little bit, at least you can get close to where your numbers are. If you have huge inventory levels, well, right now when this airs, my goal for you is to sell more of it down (laughs) so that you don't have to count it. We used to joke all the time in corporate retail that we just wanted to sell down as much as we could right before physical inventory so that there was less to count and it would take less time. But it's really important for you if you're new or you haven't yet done this, but just take an inventory of what you have, you can pull what's in your system and then match it to what is on the shelves. Or you could do the opposite and go through, have employees or you or friends count everything based on, you know, what you have, like sweaters, you know, it it depends on how you really have things in your system. The perfect example would be you have every style, size, color broken out in your system and you marry that to what actually exists on the floor and then adjust your inventory that's not the reality in some of your cases and that's okay. I think it's also really important to do the physical count, even if you do it by sweaters at $35, you know, t-shirts at $25, whatever that looks like. And just make sure that you have the right amount of inventory in your system at the right retail prices at minimum. Okay. Because this is what you have to pay taxes on. So you will have to account for that in your taxes in April or, you know, by April. So it's important to just do that now. So you have it and it's ready to go. Now, figuratively taking inventory, this is what a lot of us as high achievers don't do. We don't actually sit down and write down our accomplishments. And I did this for the first time last year and it was extremely powerful. I realized, I had done way more than I had given myself credit for. I had completely changed my life. I changed the life of my husband, of people in my family. And it actually was a really powerful moment where I felt such deep gratitude for the work and the time I had put in. You know, I think when we feel like we're chasing our dreams and we're, we're going after what we want, that we have to make all these sacrifices or, you know, we just don't even really give ourselves credit for the time and the energy and effort that we're putting in. But when you total it up over the course of 365 days, it's absolutely incredible to see that on a piece of paper of everything that you've done, even if it was like, 
I went and hung out with my friend who was had a hospital stay or you know, I donated half of my closet to charity because I was sick of all those clothes. Those are big things. Like we absolutely do not spend enough time and energy focusing on what we do well. And to be honest, that is a real recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for never feeling fulfilled. There's so many of us who we just go, 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 go. We check off the list. We do the things we're supposed to do. And then we look back and we think, well, where's the rest of my list? I got to keep going. When that list runs out, we feel a little depleted. We don't feel fulfilled. And so this is where I want you to really sit down alone with a notebook, with your thinking cap on, and enjoy writing out everything that you've done. Don't judge it. Don't say, I could have done better. Don't get yourself in a place of like, well, I didn't do enough. Get yourself into a place of like, oh my gosh, I am killing it. I did a great job. I did the best I could because honestly, that's probably the truth. And really soak it in and be grateful. Grateful for the fact that you were able to even do any of those things. Be grateful for the time you had to spend in those things. Be grateful for the investments you made. Be grateful for the business achievements that you have accomplished, all of it. You get to be proud and grateful for all of it without judgment, without thinking twice. I give you all the permission in the world to sit down and enjoy making that list of all the incredible things you've done in 2019. And in the spirit of gratitude, my last tip for you and how to wrap up 2019 is to look at your customers. Look at that VIP list. Get on that email list. Like, I want you to identify a couple things. Look and see who your best customers are. I really want you to try to send them a handwritten note, even if it's not until January 15th, I don't care. Like, send them a handwritten note, thanking them for their support, thanking them for their love. I would also really encourage you to do this with anyone who's spread your message. So maybe they haven't bought a lot from you, but they have shared you. They've shared a video. They've told friends about you. They're sort of like on your cheerleading squad, okay? Send them a handwritten note or send them a really nice, thoughtful email, okay? You can use the same email template and make it customized if that's easier for you. I know we're all busy during the holidays, but I really think that when you are grateful for them, you will be very surprised about how grateful they are for you back. And I think that it's just that energy exchange, right? Like you've given them energy all year. And I think it's important to not only say thank you to those VIP customers in a really special way, maybe you even want to send them a gift or something, you know, drop them something, you know, $10 Starbucks gift card or something like that, right? Like I think it's totally worth it if you have some really amazing VIP customers who spend thousands of dollars with you, like give them a treat back. Okay. The other piece of this is 
just send a nice email out (laughs) to your email list or post a really nice post, make it thoughtful and say, thanks. I'm so grateful for you. I saw a lot of people doing this on small business Saturday, and I definitely think that's, you know, worth it. That's a great time to do it. But I also think, you know, you can say thank you all the time. (laughs) You can totally, you know, let people know that you wouldn't be where you're, you're at, like without them. And people really do take that in. So look at the VIP list, send gifts or notes, give gratitude back to your people and really kick the year off in in a place of gratitude and love. I think that if there's one thing I've learned is that, you know, we really do need to be grateful for all the things that we have and all the things that we've done. And, you know, without shame, I think a lot of us work really hard and that's why we're getting where we're getting. And it's really nice to take time to be grateful for all that we've accomplished and all that we've given and also say thank you. So with that said, I'll say thank you again for listening, being there for me, supporting everything that I do. I appreciate you so much, and I am constantly thinking about you and how I can help more. As you know, our line is always open at hello at stylishandsuccessful.com. We love to hear your feedback. We love to hear ideas for podcasts or guest experts or people that you'd love to have on the podcast because I always want this to be of highest service to you. And I hope that you realize that 2019 was an incredible year and that there's so much more for you in 2020. My next episode will be all about how to kick off 2020 with the best foot forward. So I hope you'll listen to that. That'll come out on New Year's Day. So a great way to kick off your year. But I'm sending you lots of love and joy and Christmas sparkle and glitter. I hope that your holiday season is just incredible no matter what holiday you are celebrating. And I can't wait to show you everything that we've got coming in 2020. Lots of love. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.